to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey there, bright lights. How are you today? Before you give that kind of canned automatic reflex response of, oh, good, fine, you know, that kind of thing, I want you to really... Take a breath with me. Let it out slow. Ground and center yourself and really tap in. How are you? Are you feeling satisfied with your life? Are you happy? Are you confident? Are you feeling tired or stressed out or burned out? And What's important here is that these are not mutually exclusive ways to feel. Your career could be going great and you could feel confident, but still stressed out and exhausted, right? What's important is that you recognize how you're feeling, but once you really tap into it, once you allow yourself to feel how your body is feeling, Feel your state of mind. Be in touch with your emotional state and your spiritual well-being. Once you're there, you need to really say, what do I want to do about how I am? What do I want to do about my state of being? A lot of times, When we think about how we're doing or what we want, we tend to think from a very limited point of view of that there is this pie and there's only so much of it and we are only entitled to a fair share and if we get too much, it means other people would get less and we would be bad or selfish or greedy. Or that if we don't quickly claim what we want, someone else will get it instead. And we get really caught up in this idea of fairness and enoughness. What I really want to invite you to do today is to think about abundance as limitless. If you are feeling good, that's awesome. And it doesn't matter if people around you are having a tough time you still get to feel awesome. It doesn't matter what tragedies are happening in the world. You still get to feel awesome because how you feel doesn't help other people to feel better or worse. No illnesses were ever cured by you getting sick. Nobody who was depressed was ever helped by you joining them and feeling depressed. Nobody suffering from repression ever felt better if you limited your freedom or you had less abundance in your life. So I want you to understand and really level set that your new normal should be joy and satisfaction. 
So when I ask that question, how are you? Anything less than that means you need to prioritize getting back to that normal state. And we all have a set point and how good feels comfortable for us. We all put a lid on our well-being because we've been raised. Human culture for centuries has perpetuated limits and lack. And the limits and lack benefit people in power because we give away our personal power when we live in limits and lack. When I say you should always feel satisfied and joyful, and if you don't, getting back to that should be your biggest priority, it can feel really weird. It doesn't fit with how you've been acculturated, but it is your birthright because you cannot live your purpose. You cannot make a difference in the world coming from any other point of view where you are exhausted, depleted, competitive, perfectionistic, catastrophizing. You know the story. So what gets in the way? What gets in the way is we can take in new information. We can be interested by it. We can even agree with it. But the path between understanding something and fully embracing it is taking action. And more and more with my coaching clients, I see coming up that there just is so much going on, so much fear, so much doubt, so much uncertainty, so much pressure to do and be so many different things simultaneously that they are exhausted. They have lost touch of what they really want, what would really bring them joy. And it's really time to stop this, right? It's really time to let go of the guilt that other people are our responsibility, to let go of the guilt that we have big dreams, to feel ashamed if other people are underestimating us that they must be right and we must be silly or arrogant because we believe in ourselves. It's really time to let go of that. And it's time for our dreams to be our priority, which we cannot do when we let other people trap us into feeling responsible for things we are not responsible for doing or tell us that the busy work of life needs to be the priority when it is the exact opposite. In my book, Time Builder, I talk about the story of Cinderella, which, as you know, she's been orphaned and her stepmother hates her and has basically turned her into the household maid. And this invitation comes to go to the ball and everybody is invited. Cinderella happens to see the invitation and gets in her head she wants to go to the ball. And this is the one time we see her show any level of assertion, right, to her situation. And the stepmother feels like she cannot deny Cinderella outright. So she tells her instead, you can go to the ball if you get your chores done. So Cinderella works really hard, gets her chores done, and says, all right, I got them done. 
And the stepmother, of course, threw up all those chores as a intended barrier. She doesn't want Cinderella to go to the ball. She feels threatened by Cinderella. Cinderella represents all that is good. She's a metaphor, right? And the stepmother is trapped in lack-based thinking, and she sees Cinderella as competition for her own daughters, and she believes her daughters cannot be successful unless Cinderella is diminished. So she has no intention of letting Cinderella go to this ball. And she thought she could play a psychological game, and rather than have to actually deny Cinderella, she could create obstacles that Cinderella wouldn't be able to overcome. And of course, we see that Cinderella does overcome them. So what happens next in the story? More obstacles, more obstacles, more obstacles. The stepmother keeps inventing more chores But Cinderella is so determined to go to the ball that no matter what obstacles get thrown up there, she gets it done until it reaches a point where it can no longer be denied that she gets to go to the ball. I want you to think about your own life. And I want you to realize that you are both Cinderella and the stepmother, right? You are that unbridled dreamer. You are that person that is coming from a place of pure good, pure joy, pure energy. And there's a regulator in there. There's a regulator that is not really you, but that has been introduced into your psyche by your environment, whether it was your parents, your teachers, society, your culture, your religion. It can come from so many different places. But somewhere, somehow, you picked up the idea that that pure, joyful spirit that believed anything was possible wasn't safe in the world. And so you started to try to protect yourself by introducing limits. We all have not only the Cinderella part of ourselves, but the stepmother part of ourselves, who is so mean. Our inner critic is meaner than we would ever be to another human being. Our inner critic is always doubtful. Our inner critic always sees the lack, not the abundance. And our inner critic, just like the stepmother, will try to keep us from following our path and living our dreams by inventing obstacles. So just like we see the stepmother invent all of these chores that are supposed to be barriers for Cinderella getting to the ball and unlocking the future and the life she's meant to live. Think about how in your own life, even when you tap into your dreams, you invent all these barriers. You create this illusion that your success is in the future and not now. You come up with all of these reasons why you don't have time today or this week or this month, why you'll do it later. 
and you become what I call a head nodder. And I see this so much in the professional world, especially those who are trying to seek out self-help or coaching or a better path, is that there's a lot of head nodders out there. There's a lot of people that want to know, how do I do this? How do I get there? What's the next step? What's going to unlock my future? And they seek out gurus and mentors and coaches in all shapes and forms. Whether it's their yoga teacher or a class they're taking or a coach they hire or a program they enroll in, whatever it is, they seek it out and they take it in and they nod their head and they do absolutely nothing because their inner stepmother creates all kinds of busy work for them, all kinds of chores that are the reason they can't take action now and instead have to defer their success indefinitely to some point in the future. In some ways, you could say, well, this is progress. At least they believe that this success is something they can have versus somebody who would shut that down entirely and say, I just can't ever really see myself being successful. But there's still so much fear of really claiming their birthright of living in ease and grace, which is exactly what we are supposed to be living in, not in stress and exhaustion, but ease and grace, feeling satisfaction and joy. Because when you do that, you will experience success beyond your wildest dreams. The things you care about the most will start to happen. The impact you have on the world will be phenomenal. But we don't get there by pushing and proving and exhausting and stressing out and doubting and competing. That's not the path. So my question for all of you today is, are you going to make living your purpose in joy and satisfaction with grace and ease your new normal? Are you going to commit to you feeling good as truly the biggest priority in your life? Or are you going to come up with every reason why you can't? And I've already heard the excuses of, I have kids, or I have deadlines, or I have staff, I have to do this, I have to do that. And I'm still going to say, don't care who you are responsible for or to. Self-care is still your number one priority. And we've heard the cliche about the airbag on the airplane. There's a reason why taking care of yourself is the only way you can serve others. So I'm not telling you to leave your kids neglected and starving. I'm not telling you to walk away from responsibilities. I'm saying prioritize your well-being and you will not only be able to fulfill all of that and serve others, but you will have served them at a far greater and higher level 
than if you had come from a place of lack and exhaustion and depletion and resentment and dissatisfaction. Again, I will close today by asking, how are you? And invite you to be completely honest and to do an assessment in all four bodies. How are you doing spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically? And if any of those is not at 100%, your biggest priority today is to say, how do I improve this? How do I get to yes for me? What do I do to prioritize myself in this moment, in this day? Because only by being connected with your highest self, only by optimizing your self-care and your well-being, can you truly be of service in the world? Can you truly operate at your highest potential? And can you truly make a difference? Thank you so much for joining me today. I know you're busy, but I also know that you need to hear this. And I so appreciate that I am a source that you seek out for that inspiration, for holding that space for your growth, your development, and unlocking success on your terms. If you'd like to work with me one-on-one, there is a link in the show notes. I would love to help you. I would love to really key into your personal issues and help you kick your inner stepmother out of the house once and for all so you can stop putting limitations on your potential Stop dumbing down your dreams. Stop making yourself wrong and instead embrace who you are and how you uniquely are called to make a difference. Reach out to me. We will schedule a quick free call just to make sure that it's the right fit, just to make sure that you understand the commitment because I do not take head nodders as clients. I take people who are ready to move past that, who are ready to start taking action, even if it's small in the beginning, but are tired of knowing better, but still choosing to minimize themselves. So would love to work with you, love to help you. Reach out to me. There is that link in the show notes and we will talk and you will see the transformation, I promise. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.